0: This is another episode of EOS Fireside Chat. Um, So today on the agenda, we will be talking about Pomelo Donations opening today. Um, Maybe we'll get Nathan James to talk about his Learn and Earn UI that he teased on Twitter earlier today. Um, Dune 1.0 release candidate has been published. We've got a new RFP for P2P improvements. We've got a Helios Q2 report, maybe, if uh, Chris stays, if Chris joins us today. Uh, we've got the EOS support Annual report that I hope uh, maybe uh, Bishop or Dario could speak to. And um, there's also an Emanate event going on this weekend that Yana's going to talk to us a bit about. Um, but before we get into today's topics, um, Just want to uh, remind you of a few things when you join, you know, we welcome you guys to join, uh, you know, on the audio chat anytime. There's also the text chat in the fireside uh, that you can interact with that I check. And, you know, you can ask your questions there by text or join us on stage here at any time. Uh, Share some comments, share some questions, share how you're feeling. Just say hi to the community. It's all good. Uh, We like it when people, um, you know, say hi um but when you do say hi and you join the stage please state your name before uh before you start talking and, and maybe the project you're associated with if uh, that's relevant or you wanted or that's something you want to do um okay quick up uh quick reminder that the end of the month raffle is going on next week on the fireside, side so you can still go to blend.gems.io and then blend your five pop tokens into your July raffle ticket so, we have 25 prizes up for grabs in July, each worth 10 EOS. Uh, you get a little NFT trophy with 10 EOS embedded in it. You can burn the trophy if you want, claim the EOS, or you can hold it for street cred in the EOS community. Um, and uh, yeah, on that note, actually, um, maybe Sam can jump in and talk to us a bit about the improvements he's been working on for our Pop Token bot.
1: Yeah, so for the bot right now, we're making some improvements on it. So before, um, all that was really there was you could enter uh, your EOS account name and it would assign it to a list and we would give uh, NFTs to everybody that had registered. And so what we've been doing mostly behind the scenes is we've been upgrading that so that we can eventually run it 24-7. And so what that will allow us to do is we can actually track which users are active and we can assign prizes uh, to certain users depending on who is the most active and when they were active so if they were active during the fireside chat maybe there's gonna be a special prize for that or if maybe some prizes will only be uh, during the fireside chat or other events so there's a lot of possibilities that we're looking at for the future for this bot Um, Right now, there's been a little bit of progress made towards um, those prizes, and that's actually a new leaderboard command. And it's actually so new that Discord has been having some issues with the caching. So um, it's actually running under the slash ping command. And this is only going to work in the pop bot chat for now. It's not going to work on the stream chat, uh, because stream chat is also very new and Discord hasn't. (laughs) Uh, built their API around that yet. But when they do, it will be. So the, so there, uh, one of them has been done. So as you can see, um, so this is mostly for us. So it'll show the uh, discord user ID. So that will allow us to go and grab that discord ID, find which EOS account it's been assigned to. And that will allow us to give prizes to uh, the associated Discord account.
0: Yeah, so we see the, the leaderboard here in the pop bot chat. For those of you who are wondering, that's where actually you can uh, claim your daily pop token, uh, your yeah, daily pop token for the firesides. Um, and then we can see here a uh, leaderboard with some, I guess, numbers, which corresponds to uh, Discord users. And then what are these uh, stats that we see like your 19, 3, one?
1: Yeah, so these stats right now, They track every message and every reaction sent while the fireside chat is running. And so it'll add those all up together. So the more messages you send, the higher your score will be. Or the more reactions you give to other people's messages, the higher your score will be. And so at the end of the day, the person or the people with the highest scores will get prizes. Um, The prize structure hasn't been set up yet. Uh, we're still figuring that out, but this is the first step towards uh, heading in that direction.
0: All right, good, great. So thanks for that work, and thanks for uh, for these updates today. Thank you. All right, um, finally, a little note about uh, a small content calendar adjustment that the ENF is doing. So the Everything EOS Weekly Report is uh no law is going to be published on fridays now instead of mondays so we're changing up the schedule a bit we think it's going to be um uh, we think it's going to be better that way and um so if you're expecting uh, a weekly report on monday of next week and it's not there that's the reason it's because there's a little schedule uh readjustment going on okay now on to uh, today's topic so of course Pomelo do- donations are open. Uh, it's always exciting the day that donations open for a pomelo season. Uh, we've got a lot of chatter in the in in the chat and on social media. Everyone's tweeting about it. Everyone's uh, promoting their own grants, uh, sharing grants of other people, and it's been great to see uh, the activity. So. Uh, I'm not sure exactly on the stats of how, ma- how many donations we've had so far, but I know that in terms of grant applications that we've had so far, so grant applications have been open for a week, and um, you know, they came in much faster this time around than previous seasons So we've had. a So it shows that a lot of people uh, were ready for season three. They had their grant ready to go, and then when grant applications opened, they were ready to submit. And um, another thing that the Pomelo team has noticed is that uh, a lot more grants are easy or grants are easier to approve this season in in the sense that uh, people are really focusing on the public good aspect of whatever project they're building. And and that allows the Pomelo team uh, to approve them as a public good, um, which is something that, uh, you know, oftentimes grant owners may have to do a few edits to their grant. Uh, they submit it, it doesn't get approved as a public good. Um, and, and if that's the case, that's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that. We know this is a process and we want to work with the grant owners through this process and help them understand better, better understand what a public good is and also maybe give them some specific tips on their specific grant on how they can improve. So if you are a grant owner, and then you submit and uh, you know you get that uh, notification that your grant requires action, that means that it's not clear for the public good. So um, there's some uh, documentation that's usually sent along with these notifications for people to educate themselves. Um, but also you're invited to join us uh, here on Discord in the Pomelo chat, ask some questions there. The Pomelo team is monitoring that chat, of course, and they'll be happy to help you along. You can also tag us on Twitter uh, or or also join the channel on on Telegram as well. So there's really not, you know, there's really many ways to reach out to the Pomelo team. We want more France applicants, you know, to be successful on the Pomelo platform. So we're definitely there to help you guys along. Um, Yeah, so other than that, we also had our first Pomelo pitch session today. So that happened uh, just one hour ago on Twitter Spaces. That's where we'll be hosting our, Twi- our, our Twitter, our Pomelo pitches this s- season. Last season, we were hosting them in directly in the Fireside Chat, which was great for, for many reasons. Um, but hosting them on Twitter Spaces is also great for many other reasons. And it's going to allow us um, more time in here during the Fireside Chats to focus on all of the developments that keep uh coming up in the news every week in EOS uh, you know I don't have to tell you guys how much uh, how exciting it is these days how much there's always new announcements new projects being announced new initiatives being announced etc and we always have plenty to talk about so that's why we're kind of separating the pomelo pitches we're giving them their own show on tw- on Twitter hopefully attract more attention through that um, outside of our own community. And then, um, you know, hopefully we attract more grant creators, more people that want to build public goods uh, on EOS and um, more people who want to participate as a, as
2: through donations. That for you syndicating uh, the Pomerola pitches from Twitter, like on YouTube or something like after the fact. Sorry, um, I missed that. You said if we're restreaming, we
0: are. Or, if that's t-
2: yeah, like str- streaming it on YouTube or just posting it after the fact from the Twitter spaces.
0: Yeah, exactly. So we are restreaming live on Facebook and on YouTube as well, as we always do when we uh, host these shows. Why not? Um, yep. So we're, we're streaming these Pomelo pitches to our EOS Nation YouTube channel and we're streaming to the EOS Facebook group as well. Uh, the, tw- the the Twitter spaces are also recorded natively on Twitter, so I think they're still going to be available on Twitter on the Pomelo Grants uh, Twitter profile for people who want to check them out later on.
2: Cool. Yeah, That's it's there. just... Uh, it's it's. I've found that it's very difficult to listen to the recordings on Twitter. It doesn't let you fast forward easily, so I usually... Check them out on YouTube. Need that 1.5x speed. That too, yeah. That's that's a <laughs> deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, for sure. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, thanks um, yeah, thanks for that comment. And uh, final thing about uh, Pomelo Pitch Sessions is we encourage you guys to come on the Pomelo Pitch Sessions. So there's uh, the, the, the uh, pitch session link, pitch session form that I always share, which I'm going to continue to share once more. Um, encourage you guys to apply you do need to have your grant approved before you can a- apply to come on a pitch session so we wouldn't want to have a situation where you know um listeners can't directly go and support your grant while you're pitching that's kind of the point and, and also we wouldn't want uh to someone to pitch uh, a grant that then later on doesn't get approved because it's not actually a public good so you do need to get that uh, grant submitted and approved before you can apply so again that speaks again to the importance uh, with pomelo to be ready in advance and to get in there early submit your grant application when uh, applications open in order to get approved in order to get go on these uh, uh, these pomelo pitches pitch sessions and of course be ready for donations uh, but if you haven't yet submitted your grant application, that's not a problem. You can still do so for the next two weeks. So, so get in there. All right. Um, anyone want to jump in here real quick and share some thoughts uh, on Pomelo? Maybe if you've been, if you're a new user or if you came back from previous seasons and you've known. What is some changes or, or just uh, some general feedback you want to give a, give the Pomelo team? Uh, yeah, I'd invite you guys to, to do that right now.
3: Yeah, from feedback. the uh, the challenge back end, uh, this season's going a lot more smooth. I think we have a, a lot better understanding about what a public good is and what the Pomelo team is looking for. So. I noticed that our grant's already been approved and it's already had contributors. So thank you, everyone who's contributed so far. Uh, but uh, our team has really felt like you know it's uh, it makes more sense the public goods and we have a better better understanding coming in this season.
2: Awesome! Thanks, I like uh, the for sharing. I like the continuous link preview improvements. So season one, everyone had the same. Uh, preview image preview description and then last season you updated the the preview images could all be unique to each project and it looks like now the uh, text previews are showing on all the links that are being shared in telegram and discord so that's very helpful for helping me decide which ones to actually click because there's a lot of people uh, sharing their pomela grants during an open season
4: yeah that's that's thanks to the we've got a new short description field now on the grant application form so uh, grant owners can be very like know exactly what's going to show up in that in that preview as well when they're filling out their applications. So yeah, think about when uh, how your grant is going to display on social media. Um, you want to you want to be really uh, I guess impactful with the short description you put on there.
0: Was that Eve? I heard jumping in here with uh, some comments earlier.
5: Yes. I guess I have okay. some feedback. If I'm allowed to give feedback as a user yeah, of oh,
0: well, Yeah, for sure. Welcome uh, welcome back to the Fireside chat. It's been a few weeks since uh, since I missed one time. week.
5: I missed you last missed week. Time. That's it. Right. That's it.
2: Felt, felt like a long time. Felt like a long time. I think but it yeah, might have so been how, a few weeks. How? how, no, how, I how I I I missed know. last week? <laughs> when when I was in uh, Ottawa, you mean. And it's because I this. was in
5: a call that couldn't that that, that just wasn't right, excuses, ended.
2: excuses, excuses.
5: Well, actually, is the person on the call? No, I was with it was with Guillaume last week for the festival finale and IBC, trying to figure that out, finalize the, uh, the arrangements around that. So, is the ENF retreat doesn't count? I guess the
4: ENF retreat was, was a- I was on there. I was here for the ENF retreat oh. because I was back on.
5: See, I just missed one week. It was only last week. Sometimes I'm more vocal than others. Um, other times I'm more quiet. I know it happens, not very frequently. Uh In terms of feedback for Pomelo, uh, as an actual user, one thing that I've been mentioning for a while that I think is very difficult uh, in terms of user experience is I read every single uh, application, every single one, and the current UI or the current user experience is is quite bad for that. So every time I uh, click on one, so either I have to open a new window, which is kind of the workaround, but uh, if I click on one and I go back, so I'm in my profile, I'm logged in, Every time I go back, it re-randomizes, and it doesn't—it doesn't save my parameter of the order in which I've sorted. And so I have to go back or resort, um, go find which one I was reading, which is the next one. It, it really is uh, a terrible user experience for somebody who actually goes through every single uh, application. And I would like that uh, somehow to be fixed. That would be amazing.
6: I think the intent was that, but definitely, uh, we'll. Uh, I think there's a bug for that feature. So, yeah, I think keeping the uh, the order of a grant so that they follow in a sequential order is definitely the intent of what uh, Pomelo is supposed to have.
5: So, Might just or to... if somehow like my my profile, my user gave me an an option to select One. how I want to sort, because it always defaults back to shuffle, right? Um, So it'd be great that if I'm signed in, I can say, hey, my preference is to sort by date created, for example. So it always defaults back to date created. And then I would, because sometimes it's not just one session, obviously there's quite a lot. Um, And so it's not like I'm also doing this all in one go. I might come back at another time and then I need to remember which one did I read again. Um, And it's much easier when the order of them doesn't change. And sometimes it also happens. You guys approve while... Uh, I'm reading, which then adds another one in the mix. Um, so, anyways, what what if
4: something like a checkbox? I've read, I've already read this grant.
0: Be useful somehow. It would be useful so, to me as well, for sure. I do, okay. I I, I, mean, I do like Eve and go through all the grants. And last season, you know, I was like, oh okay, workaround, just open all the tabs. But there's too many grants. My computer can't <laughs> handle all the tabs, so that doesn't work <laughs> either.
5: <laughs> The other workaround is I add them on my wish list. So I add all of them on my wish list and then go in my wish list and then remove them from my wish list. The problem is then some of them are added after, and so I still need to figure out which ones weren't on my wish list. So there are workarounds, but really the simplest thing would be once I'm in my profile, I can select how it's sorted and it defaults to that. It doesn't re-default back to shuffle. And
0: the I've read this. Option, I've read this really good, yeah. Check, check off, yeah, I'd like
3: that for sure.
5: <clears throat> um, but otherwise, I think it's it's really good. I, uh, this morning we ran on the mantle call, and uh, I was asking about the moons, the, the various moons now that you can have as a banner, and I was able to update my banner. I made a few contributions. Uh, to some projects. The portal is is really smooth. The trust bonus works really well. I really like the pop-up window as well that said, hey, by the way, you haven't finished everything in the trust bonus. I also like the pop-up window that reminds me of certain things, so I think that that's really cool compared to to the last time. Uh, I noticed that, I'm not sure if it's a new uh, function lately or it's the first time I noticed it anyways, that when I click on a project that's run in multiple seasons, I can now break down... Um, their past seasons and how much they've, um, they've received in each season, so I think that that's really cool um, so yeah, just overall the, the UI is getting better and, and better by day I think it's, it's awesome, you guys are doing a great job Thanks for sharing your feedback, Eve. appreciate that
0: Alright, some quick notes. Uh, Eve, like you mentioned, the the moon blends are, are live now, so you so you can for those uh, NFT explorers Camelo NFT Explorers among you, you can now watch your yeah, I have some feedback on
5: that. I want my I want my batter to be the the animation, not just the static image.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. Well that's definitely not uh, not possible right now.
5: I'm not sure if if that's gonna be possible in the yeah. future or not Can yeah, you repeat that possible. Eve again? So right now if you if you've updated your banner the banner itself is just the static image of the moon that you have um, however the banner itself if you actually go to your nft it's it's a video right it's it's a, it's a short oh, wow. video clip so it would be great if the banner was hmm. the video not just the static image okay yeah, S- the, the similar to the similar to under your name version. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but similar to under your name, you've got let's say the diamond pomelos, the golden pomelos. Those are interactive items. Uh, it would be great if the banner was also, I guess, non-static but interactive as well.
7: Yeah, going back. Uh, yeah, just a few few notes. Going back to your uh, uh, remarks about saving the sorting order. Like there could be an issue, like from user experience point of view, like if you. Uh, apply some weird sorting order like, I don't know, like old coming first and you just forget about it. And next time when the new season starts in three three months, right, you come back and you have it sorted the same way and you just look at it and you think that nothing really new happened there. So, which is why many websites don't actually actually save that sort for you. Like you go, I don't know, to Pornhub or something. You're not going to find like... uh, uh that uh sort and preserved.
5: So, so you I'm might not sure. like my answer? I guess the answer is I guess figure out how to make it work.
6: Yeah. the thing is, <laughs> Maybe, that maybe that... it's splitting
5: by seasons. Like maybe when I go on grants, uh maybe there's a new tab and it's season one, two, three, and so if I was only in season three, I would only see the new project. So I wouldn't sort through yeah. the old old one. The the
4: problem, the main the root of your problem is you want to be able to know which grants you've approved, you've reviewed already, and which ones you have yet to review.
3: So yes, again,
5: without having have. to do workarounds like I'm doing <laughs> yeah. right
4: now. So maybe so the solution th- is improved sorting, but maybe there's some other solution. The Pomelo team. Oh. Can come the up solution with
7: right now, like one after you change your sorting order, like you can you can sort it by uh, date, for example. Uh, can you? I'm not sure. But then, like uh, you can actually bookmark that page, and it will be sorted that, that way. So that sorting order is uh, uh, goes into URL. So actually, you can preserve that sorting order by bookmarking that page, if that helps.
5: Yes, yeah, I agree. That. So there are a bunch of workarounds um, to doing. But, but that's the yeah. whole point. There should, I shouldn't be using workarounds. The user experience, ideally, um, would, would, would be slightly better the question was whether or not there were things to improve. I gave one.
7: Yeah yeah I like that okay. idea with the like uh, check mark like I read that that ground that seems like something that definitely can.
5: And the data is uh, dynamic, dynamic right? <laughs> the data is dynamic right So for example, I used to use sort by contributors or sort by estimated match but then that changes. So I still don't know whether or not I've read it or not. And after you've yep. read eighty, I don't really remember if I've read number eighty-one. Sometimes, so maybe maybe Steph's approach is is even better. Just having it, I've read this.
7: Yeah, that seems like a good uh, good solution.
5: Or even uh, I don't know when you uh, when I look at the UI, everything's in green for add to cart and approved and such. Maybe the color changes if I've already read it even if it's just a visual cue. So it doesn't even need to necessarily add, uh, I've read this, but it gives me the same.
8: This also opens up a new door for you. If you have the ability to have, I've read this already, then you have the ability to have a sort, which is, I have not read this yet, or has been (laughs) updated since I read it. Yes. Yep. That seems like a
0: good idea, yep. All right, good stuff. Yeah, great, great suggestions. Thanks. Thanks, Eve. So finally, yeah, um, regarding the NFT and the moons that you can accumulate, um, check out Pomelo uh, Grants on Twitter. We did a, a tweet thread about it a few days ago. Explains uh, how many rockets you need. Well, you need five rockets, but how much fuel you need in your rockets to reach uh, the ultra rares, the rares and the commons. And then uh, later on in a few days, will be opening up the Pomelo Astronaut uh, token claim for people who collect uh, full sets of moons and for people who hold uh, the ultra-rares. So more fun NFT stuff coming up. All right, Um, moving on, unless, uh, Yero, you wanted to jump in here again? No, I'm good. Okay, just your mic was active. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. So moving on. Um, I'd like to hear from uh N S James about the the learn and earn UI that uh you teased earlier this week.
8: I like is how that, it instantly became learn and earn. That, that mean, warms my how, heart. How could it not be? That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's an amazing term. Is it, is it uh? Or or learn to earn? Is that going to L2E? i have heard both. Yeah, I heard both. I had never (laughs) thought of the concept of learn to earn. Very interesting. But uh, I guess you could say yes, it's pretty much what we're doing. So uh, the general concept here is that there's a developer hub, which you can educate yourself on EOSIO uh, development, uh, get your skills up to par to a position where you're actually able to learn or to earn And then we'll have an easy funnel to a bunch of different ways that you can earn Pomelo being, uh, one of the included options, of course, because of, you know, the obvious success that we're seeing right now. Uh, there was a couple of, of mock, well, they're not actually mockups. There's a couple of snapshots from the, uh, current implementation, which was posted on Twitter, got a really, really good response from the community, uh, that was one of what you exactly what you said was the first thing that people started saying learn to earn which i guess it's become a new kind of term it reminds me and somebody also mentioned that it reminded them of uh dan dan calinesco i think his name was who created carmel uh, a while ago and how that he, I personally remember this because he had reached out and was asking, you know, how do I reach uh block one? I'm trying to find investments so I can keep this alive and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and that's kind of stayed in my mind ever since. And now there's finally a way for people to progress with their applications. Uh, and this is just another step in getting them there. Absolutely. Yeah. So
0: I shared that thread, uh, that tweet you were talking about, so So that's all, that's all we have so far is two, two screenshots to go on. Nothing else, uh, nothing actually just
8: posted another thread. Um, there's, uh, something there's here, I'll post it here in the chat. Um, so this one goes into a little bit more about, uh, the reasonings behind it, the four different focuses of the dev hub, which are courses, earning discovery and documentation. So courses and documentation are two separate things you can think of the courses as something more like udemy or masterclass where there's really a hand-holding visual uh guide from a to z going through whatever the topic might be whether it's uh, a to z of a nft marketplace or just some other kind of application or a to z of the blockchain basics Uh, so there's going to be a different course for everything and then the ways that you can participate you can imagine new courses and earn you could record courses you can become uh one of the instructors for instance um so i was talking to uh another person on the devrel team today and we were really mentioning that this is not necessarily something that we're doing uh for us to manage eternally this is something where we're trying to put ourselves out oh, of the job we're trying question. to make this uh we're trying to make this <laughs> something which we hand off to the community and they can keep this thriving uh, without our participation, which I think is important to make yourself obsolete.
0: Yeah, totally. Uh, Sorry, mic issues. Um, Han asks, what's the
8: timeline? Well, um, we had been waiting on designs for a while. Uh, They finally got through and been a week since those designs were finalized and there's already a uh, fully fledged UI ready to go. Uh, The back end was done before that. So I'm kind of just linking the pieces and writing uh, the final tests and making sure everything works. But that's not the that's not. Sadly, that's not the end. It's not gonna be ready. instantly. there's also course material which needs to be created before we can kind of put that up and release it to the wild.
0: All right, right on. We'll be looking forward to that. OK, moving on to uh, some more technical topics. We have uh, Dune 1.0 Release Candidate 1 that was published this week. Uh, so I'm wondering if, um, well, someone technical wants to speak about what this means. I mean, I see Arag is in the chat. I'm always going to go. I'm always going to ask you if you want to talk, because I, I, you always have some some nice explanations and some clear, clear, detailed uh, answers for us.
9: Uh, yeah. Um, I'm probably not going to have as much detail to talk about this. I, uh, uh, unfortunately, Bucky was not able to make this, but I'll try to do my best uh, to talk about the Dune release. Sure. So
0: what, what's this all about?
9: So, um, so Dune... It's basically, um, let's start with kind of the reason behind it. So um, ESIO um, has previously had um, releases for uh, a few different uh, distros of Linux and also Mac. Uh, with the move over to Mandel, we have, um, you know, while this while this is, um, while the code is, you know, pretty much still there to, Um, available to compile on that with some effort, Uh, we've really focused on uh, a narrower subset of uh, Linux-Unix operating systems that we really support directly, uh, particularly Ubuntu, um, different versions of Ubuntu. Um, And in particular, Mac is not something that we're explicitly supporting directly, but to support um, development on... uh, for developers that are using Macs, but also using other machines like Windows, um, uh, f- f- um, so to support development, building smart contracts, running it on, you know, say a test blockchain and all that kind of thing, um, we needed a solution that uh, I guess scales better to different operating systems. And so our um, solution to that is just to leverage Docker for that. So Dune is basically uh, well, it stands for Docker utilities for node execution. And so it's a, a set of utilities that um, conveniently leverage Docker to run Nodios and uh, other uh, surrounding tools to make it easy for developers to uh, compile their uh, smart contracts, deploy them um, into a test blockchain um, and, and just interact with it. So uh, that's that's what it is at a high level. and. Um, I guess uh, you can go into the release notes and uh, and the documentation, of course, as well, uh, link there to learn more about it.
0: Perfect, I'll I'll be sharing uh, the ENF tweet on the topic here in the chat and you can find uh, the release notes, like you said, for those who want to learn more. All right. Chris, are you uh, are you around right now to talk about the Helios Q2 report? Yes, sir, I am. I, I, uh, I know you were here last week, but by the time we got to to this topic, <laughs> I noticed you weren't here anymore. So I, I definitely want to catch you before you before you go this time.
10: Oh well, thank you very much. Yeah, sorry, I had to leave at the top of it. Um, but yeah, so let's see Q2 report. Um, so we'll do these quarterly, of course. We kind of cover a few things. We covered progress and observations from Q2 and sort of what we saw in the crypto space at large. Um, a little bit about the incubator as it's been going. Uh, we're, we've begun our fourth wave of the incubator program in June. And so we continue with that. And so, certainly, to any projects, especially Pomelo projects, and you're looking for some uh, guidance on your business plan. So, of course, different, we're talking public goods, but certainly, even. Uh, projects that have a public good aspect can still be monetizable and have a, a go to market strategy and some sort of a cost of customer acquisition considerations and just maybe looking for funding outside of the public good side. So encourage you to go to HeliosRising.com, check out the uh, founder link, and then you can submit an application to be part of future free incubator programs. And that's just basically a, an eight week program to help you refine your pitch and your project in general. In fact, so, gave an update there. Then we talk about what we're kind of looking to start to do in Q3. And this would be a sort of a long term mission. And that is to sort of attempt to branch out beyond our EOS, EOSIO echo chamber. I think we all. Uh, we're all here, like we all we all listening to each other. And what we want to do is we obviously want to catch the eyes and ears of other people in the crypto space and even beyond, and make them aware of why we're here, which is the awesomeness that is EOS and the EOSIO technology stack. So our intention is to start to create content that is less deliberately titled around EOS and EOSIO. So we kind of don't, we don't want to scare anybody away either with any preconceived notions that they may have and the FUD that they've heard that we know is mostly wrong. So we we don't want to lead with that. We want to lead with more just generally, um, let's talk about Web3 and governance in the future of what blockchain technology can bring. And when we get different guests and different eyes, we're going to talk about What does a blockchain do? Why do you, how do you leverage a blockchain? And then it kind of just leads you naturally to, well, if you're gonna do some of these things that blockchains do, you probably wanna consider doing it on an EOSIO blockchain because these, this highly performant, all the all the technical prowess that we have, we need to kind of sneak that in there and draw people into our ecosystem. So there's three main things we're gonna work on. Uh, One of them is called, it's a, a whole, set of content around EVM orbit is what we're calling it. And it will be a series of interviews, podcasts, and videos with EVM projects that are going to be utilizing EOS IO. So this can be existing projects that are in the Telos EVM. And then also, of course, new projects coming to EOS's Trust EVM. So we will be reaching out to every and all project. And if you're listening to this and you're a project looking to launch on the Trust EVM, uh, please drop me a DM or reach out to us uh, on the Helios website. And we would love to feature you and tell your story and help you um, just to help you get known in the community. And then of course, reach out To other eyeballs. So that's one big kind of piece of content we want to start to produce. We want to do a series of reports, which will look at. Again, this is something that's not going to be explicitly EOSIO focused, but something that we can create governance reports and things around Web3 investing and VC and just the future of blockchain and what Web3 can be. And then that will be appealing to hopefully all crypto enthusiasts. But then of course, like I mentioned, we drop in pieces that are specifically sort of lure them towards our ecosystem and and pointing out what is awesome about EOSIO. And then lastly, the last piece of content we're going to do is the distributed future. And that is kind of a continuation to the report size. The reports are more uh, like more long form content and uh, more like uh, review papers and things that are a little more, a little harder to digest, I suppose. But then the distributed future will be a kind of continuation of that, but it's strictly more just a podcast. So we're going to reach out and do a new podcast series, try to find some new exciting guests. Uh, We'll continue our futurist series and bring in people. And we've already kind of begun the legwork of bringing in folks who aren't uh, in our circle and even necessarily in blockchain. It's just futurist, right? What does a futurist do? And then, of course, we try to tie in what blockchain uh, means to the futurists and then bring them over to eosio for the every all the reasons i mentioned so yeah that's that's in a nutshell uh, if you want to have a look at the the content it's a pretty long blog and it also um, highlights all the previous content we've done our interviews spotlight interview we've got our top five moments of the week running uh, every single week i encourage you to follow that if you're curious to see the top five moments in eosio as per our view and um yeah that's on the website under the blog section heliosrising.com
0: Fantastic! That's a lot of content you guys are producing. That's great. it's great to hear.
10: Yeah, we're trying to keep it going. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, the least we can do um, to, to try to promote and support the ecosystem. So, uh, well, hopefully, we can maintain a good cadence and keep it coming out regularly.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. All right, Chris. Thanks. Uh, thanks for jumping on here and sharing with us uh, the Helios Q two uh, report uh, rundown. Um. Okay. Um, next topic, maybe uh, we'll stick to the report theme and ask uh, Bishop from EOS Support if, uh, if he'd be willing to talk to us about their semi-annual report that they just
11: released. Yeah. Hi, Stefan. Thanks for the opportunity. Hey, yeah, welcome you to the fireside. annual report. Yeah. So lots, uh, lots have happened since. Uh, the last time I was here. So I don't always have the chance to come here. It's usually right around the time where we have dinner here in France. But uh, yeah, glad to have the opportunity to speak more about uh, our recent report. So we have done a lot recently for the EOS community, and it's always our pleasure to do, find more ways to contribute even more. So in the past, we have done, of course, our guides, our translations, making sure that we have a, a huge database in nine languages uh, with the uh, content that supports anyone coming into the EOS community and wanting to learn more about it. Of course, we have the live agents, as always, ready to respond to tickets. We've had more in the last few months uh, than ever, of course. And uh, of course, we've uh, helped with the ENF and other projects in EOS to collect information on more than a thousand DApps, centralized exchanges, decentralized exchanges, Uh, We have contacted influencers, we have updated information on very important websites like CoinGecko. We're actively working to update the information on EOS as well on CoinMarketCap. I think it's a great initiative that EOS support is doing right now. So getting the word out is the most important thing about EOS right now. So letting people know how the blockchain has changed and how uh, how it can benefit everyone today and of course we have also created many Twitter accounts to spread the word in as many languages as possible in the nine languages that we support. We've had uh, meetings with uh, the Mandel development team, Uh, Randall has participated in most of the Mandel meetings, uh, getting ready to help spread the word as best we can about the Mandel upgrade. Of course we've uh, have helped with uh, many surveys. Also, we found more ways to help uh, through the surveys. So we have translated surveys about Dune, about uh, Mandel, that we forwarded to developers to help them get get their feedback about how we can improve uh, what we're doing over here. And that's another great way that we found how we can help. Uh, Great we've helped with that. Of course, uh, we have helped uh, with the Eden inductions, as always, uh, helping people onboard the Eden process. Uh, we've had, uh, I think, uh, yeah, pretty much 40 inductions in the last few months. After that, yeah, we have much more upcoming things going. So the report states just that. So at the end of our report, you you can find what are the next goals that we have. Uh, one of them is uh, rewriting the Wikipedia about EOS. Again, it's a question about uh, getting the new storyline of EOS out there. So getting the Wikipedia edited is a very important right now. Of course, we have a new roadmap incoming. So there's more, much happening in EOS. And our goal is to have a new website online. So when we got the original EOS support website online, it was during the first POMELO season. So we um, rushed to get as quickly as possible the website online so we can already start providing live support seven hours a day, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. But uh, the goal is to have a more and more furnished website now that can better support any user that comes in. The goal is to have a roadmap for yours there, a collection of all the decentralized applications you can search through, uh, and uh, many more things. So the website is really a priority for us right now, and it's displayed in the uh, annual report, BI annual report. And again, uh, one of the things I want to say the most right now is a thanks to all the support squad members. We have run a ambassador program for the last few months. Our goal, and I think it's everyone in EOS right now, is to get the world out there, to have as many communities and organizations worldwide on board EOS. And for us, the best way to do that is to have someone as, and as many people as possible knowledgeable about EOS. Uh, its technical aspects, uh, how they can then themselves, learn more about EOS through support, and then share it with their community, in their language, and with their organization as well. So that's why we launched the uh, EOS support squads initially, and uh, we're close to unveiling uh, fully the EOS Respect Ambassador Program, which will be a program which is based on a clone of Eden. Uh, its goal will not be for governance or anything, just be for what it didn't meant to be originally, it's just a funding uh, distribution mechanism, so we want to reward the people that contribute the most to your support uh, worldwide and uh, allow as many people as, as possible in all the communities worldwide to onboard your support. Uh, for them to join, they have to accept the bylaws of your support, so it's a uh, why we're still here, we have uh, displayed professional work, we have bylaws in place to make sure that everyone that comes into your support uh, is a trained and also a respectable member. So slowly but surely, we'll develop that ambassador program to make sure that every community and every organization in the world, or well, as many as possible, have someone knowledgeable inside the organization or community about EOS. And that it will be thanks to your support. It's, again, one way we found to uh, expand the US community and uh, share with the world all the great things we're doing over here. And we hope we may continue as well in the future to support the Mandel upgrades and everything the Yoast community is doing. And mm, last word, well, thanks for everyone so far for presenting our work, for showing. We are a very humble community, Dario, Cesaro, and I. And each time we see people uh, praising our work. And just like tonight, uh, just uh, spreading the word about our annual report, the annual report. Well, it, it warms our hearts. And again, it only encourages us to find more ways to contribute to this community. And so far, it's been a great joy. Uh, tomorrow, as always, uh, I've, I will be hosting the uh, giveaway show. It's a show not unlike Fireside Chat, which is meant more for veteran members of the community to join in, share their opinion. Uh, the giveaway show that we held every Thursday, where it's more for onboarding new users. So if you have family, friends and who don't know anything about crypto, we, we created this giveaway show on Thursdays to give them a welcoming space to make sure that they can join in. Uh, they can take the time. I can take the time to answer their questions as long as it takes. And uh, yeah, give them a safe space for them to onboard EOS. And uh, of course, sure. share also the latest news and what we've talked about during the first chat. So for the rest of uh, <laughs> the, the chat, I've been uh, marking uh, everything that has been said, and I'll be uh, relaying that in a short f- format uh, tomorrow. It's, uh, again, one way I've found to contribute to the uh, EOS community. So another thing I've found, yeah, to help.
0: Wonderful, wonderful uh, description of uh, your support and all the great work you do, and and especially uh, you yourself, Bishop, you've been leading this organization for a while now. Um, And like you said, uh, you know, your team is very professional and, uh, you know, it inspires confidence. And when I now I see new questions or newbies to the community asking, you know, questions I always point them, uh, you know, to eosupport.io and I know that they'll be welcomed with someone knowledgeable and respectful um, and gonna help help these new people join our community. Thanks, so,
11: Stefan. Maintaining really that is paramount to us, of course.
4: I just wanna throw in a plus one for my appreciation for EOS support. Uh, you guys have been doing an awesome job. It's been great working with you guys on the Mandel upgrade. We, EOS Nation, we were coordinated the 1.8 upgrade. We're now working on coordinating the Mandel upgrade eos support wasn't around for the 1.8 upgrade uh and it's amazing now having having that function available for for mandel we've got the all your help with the surveys you guys have gathered all of the contacts so we can easily reach out to exchanges and dApps and let them know and keep them in a loop um we've got a, a single point of contact we can direct people to with questions and you guys are we can trust that you guys are going to point into the right direction uh and not just mandel pomelo too you know, we've got you know when i have when we have Pamelo participants who are struggling to you know get their wallet set up for the first time. that's no longer something that we have to uh, work with them through. We can just focus on the on the issues with Pamelo. We can direct people having issues with their wallets to to you guys. That's so been amazing to have you guys around.
11: Thanks, Daniel. Uh, Being the link uh, that uh, links everyone together, the organization that links everyone together is a great responsibility for us, of course. So when we have developers coming in into the website asking questions, the fact that we can redirect them to the best place they can contribute, or users uh, wanting to find the best place for NFTs on EOS, it's a great responsibility. Um, We make sure to uphold all the trust that you guys put into us, of course. Absolutely.
0: And um, being the, the respectful professional that you are, you didn't mention that you guys have a Pomelo grant going on right now because this is not a Pomelo pitch session. But I'm going to jump in there and share your Pomelo grant for you in the chat here. So if you want to support EOS support and the great work that they do, one of the best ways to do that is through Pomelo. Uh, EOS support was one of the most successful projects in season two. And I have no doubt that they're gonna receive again widespread support from the community. I hope, I, I certainly hope they do, uh, because, like Daniel mentioned, you know, the support has been really helpful to a lot of different initiatives and projects in the ecosystem. And uh, like Drew Block says here, uh, you know, they're one of the biggest value adds in the ecosystem. I totally, totally agree with that.
11: Thanks, Stefan. Yes, indeed, it wasn't uh, allocated time to promote our grant on (laughs) Pomelo, but uh, we've submitted our form and uh, we'll be, I expect I'll be speaking much more about your support during the Pomelo pitches. I'm looking forward to, of course.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I think it's likely that we'll get you on uh, for next week if you guys are available for that. My
11: pleasure. Thanks.
0: All right. Okay, good stuff. all right, I gave you guys a little technical break uh, after Dune 1.0. We're going back into technical uh, topics here with the P2P improvements um, request for proposal that was, re- that was released uh, this week. Um, so I'm not sure who's uh, online here that can speak to this with more expertise than I can. I see a few candidates. I don't know if any of you want to jump in voluntarily, you can do that, or maybe I'll I'll call you out if no one wants to jump in voluntarily. No volunteers? All right. Well, I guess that means, uh, Aaron, you're the...
12: Right- I can speak to it a bit.
0: Oh, Stephen. yes. Get in there. Thanks for joining. Welcome to the fireside. Side.
12: Thanks for having me everybody. Um, so really uh, the, the, the primary objectives around this uh, set of P2P improvement requests is really just around improving the stability and performance around keeping nodes in sync. So some of the key tenants is just improving the stability of transitions between the different states in which a node is being kept in sync, uh, the various catch-up modes while, versus being in sync. And then uh, one thing that I think we're all quite excited about, especially uh, if you were a kid who torrented back in the day, uh, introducing the idea of swarm downloading to help expedite the process by which uh, nodes can get in sync is one of the other big pieces uh, that, that we're looking to bring into the fold here. I didn't know if there were uh, specific questions that I could help field uh, related to it. Uh, I can also drop the link in. Um, I don't have any specific
0: questions, but maybe someone else does and wants to jump on here, talk a little bit more about uh, these P2P improvements maybe. I'll I'll share the links in the stream chat uh, in just a moment. Here we've got um, a new coalition report. That was uh, recently published this week as well, talking about uh, faster finality with IPC, some SDKs, and also this new P2P improvement RFP. A lot of acronyms. A lot of acronyms in this topic.
12: Great. I think um, maybe the only other items that I'll speak to is that we're also just trying to give users a little bit more control around some of uh, the the parameters in which they want to manage their uh, bandwidth and disk usage, as well as things like overall peer count connections. Um, again, really what we're trying to do there is give folks a little bit more control, a little bit more uh, pre-configuration that better matches their use case. Um, and then, of course, outside of that, there, there is a little bit of a laundry list of just known issues that have existed, um, especially as it uh, pertains to things like uh, fork awareness. And as I mentioned earlier, just the stability of uh, some of the transitions between those statuses and uh, some of the compounding utilization of resources as a result of that.
13: I'll
9: also add uh, in addition to all that, uh, one of the requirements is Uh, optimized transaction propagation, so uh, this is the idea of um, a lot of these nodes are going to receive transactions anyway in the course of having this transaction get into a block by a block producer, but then they receive it again on the downstream by the completed block, so it's kind of duplicated bandwidth, so there's some um, opportunity there to optimize by not sending duplicate data, which is pretty cool.
0: All right. Thanks for sharing, guys. Okay. Well, we're going through our topics fairly quickly today. Um, What else do we have here on the agenda? Oh, yeah, we have uh, an Emanate event coming up this weekend. Uh, Yana, are are you around? Did you want to talk a bit about this event? Yeah totally so this um, so we're partnered we partnered with Eminate to help them host the event so is this being hosted on one of our parcels or is it uh, is it on theirs yeah absolutely and i want to highlight that yeah it's it is actually super easy to join that's really one of the best things about crypto voxels is that you can just click a link from your phone from your browser from your desktop laptop whatever it is and you'll you'll jump right in there and, and be at the festival so if you haven't been to uh you know metaverse party yet this is a nice one coming up this weekend uh you know for M- mnate which is one of the more recognized and successful projects, uh, you know, that started on EOS. I, I think they're on other chains now as well. But the, the main tech is built uh, on EOS, of course. All right, great. Thanks. Uh, thanks for that update, Yana. And I guess I'll do a little pitch. If any of you out there want to host events in the metaverses, reach out to our team, our .gems team. Um, We love doing these types of uh, projects and love collaborating with people, hosting shows in the metaverse, get some NFT uh, components in there as well, all that good good stuff. So feel free to uh, reach out to us at any time for that type of uh, partnership all right well uh yeah that covers it for the um the main topics anyways i had on my list to discuss today um did anyone so at this point i guess we'll open up the mic to the community if anyone has uh comments or or questions or a new topic they'd like to discuss um you know now's the time jump on All right. So while this is not a pitch session, obviously Pomelo donations opening is a big is a big deal for the community today. I know many of you in here have grants. Uh, I know many of you uh, you know donate to a lot of grants. Um, so I'd love to just real quickly um, have people who have grants on Pomelo introduce themselves, the name of their grant, and literally half a sentence to describe what their grant is. And so gonna give you guys an opportunity to just say hi to the community and let them know uh, that you have a grant on there. So if anyone wants to jump in, uh, get in there. I see Esteban unmuted. Are you getting ready? to? say hi oh remuted
14: scared him away hey i'll jump in uh this is felix here uh hey felix yeah so i've uh, renewed my grant for the felix content creator uh sponsorship um so yeah basically i just reopened it up uh i, I got a lot of res- uh, support last season and it uh you know inspired me to just reopen it up and uh yeah uh, i'm excited to 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 keep it rolling and and keep providing content and um, around EOS, basically, you know, this last year, uh, even going up into the last, sorry, yeah. (laughs) But I'll keep it there for now. Uh, I'll definitely come on again and talk more about it later.
0: Yeah, exactly, just let's leave it there uh, half a sentence, you know, just kind of what kind of grant you guys are working on. Um, And definitely, you know, apply to the pitch sessions and then you'll definitely have your time to uh, promote your grant to the community. But thanks, Felix, for for uh, saying hi today. Yep. Thank you.
15: Hello. Hello. Hey this? there. This is uh, this is Dwayne. I have my uh, my first Pamelo pitch. It's the EOS Translation Foundation. Yay! Yay. And uh, <laughs> the uh, the pitch this uh, this this season is onboarding to EOS. We've been working with uh, Translate Me, and we're going to document the process of onboarding all their translators uh, to EOS. And uh, the end result will be having some some videos in about ten languages on how to onboard the EOS. And I just got news from Translate Me that they do want to incorporate EOS uh, into their platform. So it's separate than my. Uh, my Pomelo pitch, but if some anybody wants to reach out to me or the translate me team, uh, they want uh, to kind of follow their payment schedule where you put a bit of a deposit. Once you accept the team's uh, translation, then you pay the team. So I'm, I think it'd be an easy uh, easy job for for an eOS dev, and uh, I'll just post my uh, my telegram in the in the chat. You can reach out to me and I can connect you with them. Thank you so much.
0: Beautiful, Dwayne. Thanks uh, Thanks for jumping in, sharing that, and good luck with your pitch. Esteban, I see you.
15: you guys, can you guys hear me now? Yeah, yeah. You're coming in good. Oh, a bit of echo, but great. I think we're great. good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yes, just first, thank you everyone for the opportunity. Um, Esteban, and I'm working on Trust Swap. This is a um, uh, swap uh, built on top of Trust EBM. And um, it's going to be the trust for the next billion uh, crypto users and I'm really excited to be sharing with all of you my pitch on uh, uh, next um, pitch session of Pomelo.
0: Great, thanks, uh, thanks for saying hi Esteban and uh, look forward to hearing your pitch uh, next week uh, during the Twitter Spaces uh, Pomelo Pitch Session. Thank you very much. And guys, uh, if you jump in here and say hi, feel free to post a link to your grant in the, uh, in the stream chat here. Um, that, that's totally fine. I know you guys so have far, pitches uh, out there. I've, see, I've seen uh, that, guys.
3: Over at Challenge Stack, what, what we're doing this season is, uh, for those of you guys who don't know, that we basically, on our app, you can put bounties, crypto bounties for different tasks. And we're just going to take whatever we get from Pomelo and use it to put bounties for content, for people to create content about EOS and Pomelo. Uh, so that's that's what we got going on this season. And I'll drop a link down below for us. <clears throat> Great, thanks
0: for thanks for sharing. You guys are a returning brand, right? Is this your second season? Or third,
3: maybe? Season number two for us, second season. Right.
0: right on, love to hear it, love to see it.
8: Hi there, I'll uh, pop in for a second. My name is uh, Nat, I've been working with uh, Liquid Apps for a while
6: have a grant about uh, some technical articles for EOS IO Interpress EVM,
15: and uh, yeah, that's it.
0: Awesome. Thanks thanks for the work you do in the EOS ecosystem, and thanks for dropping by and saying hi.
16: Hey, Steph, this is Kent. How are you?
0: Hey, Kent. Doing good. I was... I was about to call you out if you didn't jump in here.
16: Oh, Hi. man, I'm sorry. You got on the call late. I, yeah, good, doing good, doing good. Thanks for everything you guys do, man. We really appreciate it. So we're EOS San Diego. We make videos. We love making videos. We love the ENF. We love what you guys are doing, and uh, we're so happy with the way EOS is going right now. It's, uh, it's, it's really been a turnaround, and it's been amazing to watch, and uh, we're loving it. We're loving the videos. We're loving everything. We love you guys. Refreshing to feel that way, isn't it? Yes, gosh, man! After this long, I've got a question too for Is Nathan on the on the call? Nathan, James? yeah, I'm still here. Uh, hey, brother, um, I had somebody ask me one time not too long ago about the scatter. Uh, what's, uh, what's 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 the future of scatter? What what are what are we, we, we going to do with that? You had any ideas with it? No future for scatter. No future for it. So sorry, buddy. Uh, we're uh, you just going to quit it, or we're just going
8: to? I mean, it's it's been. Uh... We never really wanted to come out and say, hey, this is dead because of mm-hmm. the implications of what that would do. Okay. Uh, but, you know, we stopped uh, maintaining it about two years ago. Okay. I recently yeah, I mean, shut off the servers, I think six months ago.
16: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just um had someone ask me that question and I, you know, wasn't really on lately either. And so I was just wondering what was going on with it. So, yeah. Okay. Hey. And exactly. also, Nathan that I, I yes yeah yeah i'm on anchor too hey thanks for the guys on anchor too they do a great job too but but you did a great job with scatter we appreciate all the work i know you put a ton of work in that got no support from block one and you know that was a crime too so hey uh you were you were the man back there in the day i appreciate it okay thanks guys i
2: just want to say that um he, he wasn't just the man back in the day he, he's the man now too
16: Green, green. <laughs> Amen. man, sorry about that. Yeah, you are the man, Nathan. I, really, I love your work, brother. Appreciate it, man.
13: Nathan, <laughs> the
6: man. And speaking of uh, Scatter being dead, it's actually not dead, because there's actually a lot of legacy wallets that still use the protocol. So I don't think Scatter will ever die necessarily, because a lot of wallets that have actually been spawned, that all the integration with Scatter... Um, still lives, so, and a big example is Token Pocket. Token Pocket is still using Scatter, so your legacy mm-hmm. will, will live on for as long as all the wallets that have integrated the scanner also. You know, has- there's
8: there's an interesting thing there actually, because Scatter itself is still open source. Uh yes. anybody could take that code right now, fork it. We have forked it, and we have
6: made some modifications. <laughs> <laughs> so it will always forever live on. But uh, I think. Uh, I think there were some plans with the Wallet Plus group to kind of merge those two protocols, Anchor and Scatter. That way, if you're using one of the legacy wallets, it's supported, or if you're using Anchor, it's also supported. So uh, big shout out to Aaron if he's with us in our group. But um, yeah. Scatter will most likely stay, but native support will, will not be there.
5: I still use my hacked version yeah. of Scatter.
6: I still use yeah, I still use it too. <laughs> but uh, I'm looking forward to wallet plus and see all the fancy wallet integrations. I think we can uh, can do
8: lots of great things. I, I am, so I'm not in the wallet game anymore for for personal reasons. you know there's a lot of other things that uh, wallets do to your personal life. but um, it is extremely exciting to see what's happening in the ecosystem with wallets. I think it's one of the uh, most advanced chains for wallets. And seeing the direction and the uh, resources that are getting put into the wallet infrastructure is not something that I've seen on any other chain. It's like, oh, we'll do a hackathon, we'll build some extension wallet or some desktop wallet, and that's it. We're done. No more no more need to invest in this. And that's not the case for EOS.
3: I mean, all of this is just an excellent segue. This is Aaron from Gray Mass. And we have a fellow pitch up for Anchor right now. Um, As like Nathan just pointed out, like wallets are kind of an underserved aspect of the ecosystem. And that's largely what our Mellow Pitch is up there for. There's a laundry list. There's like years worth of work that needs to be done in the wallet space and every little bit counts. So that's why we have a Mellow Pitch up and every bit helps.
8: Pop it in the chat.
16: Yes. Thanks, Aaron, man. I love your stuff, too. That's good stuff. I I I love the Anchor Wallet.
3: Much appreciated. And it is very taxing, as Nathan (laughs) said. Hey,
13: guys. uh, I just want to give you a little update on uh, MindWeb.io. Season 3, Pomelo Season 3. So short update. This Season 3, it's to have more collaboration with the mind mapping, with the, the mind maps of mindweb.io, with the different team like uh, EOSBs, EOSB swarms. There is a cockpit in a building with the, where we can see the, um, the result of the active uh, swarms, what are, what, what were the payouts, what were the different metrics. So it's a cockpit mindweb with data analytics also continue continue uh, collaboration with um, the the translate me network for the translation uh, 12 language supported for the translation of the mind maps with human validation by the eosbs collaboration with eos vision of veronica diaz in venezuela and uh, different collaboration with mindweb as always and also as a timestamping for the different workshops, EOSIO workshop, uh, human generated finance workshops. So that's all support for uh, timestamping into nice mind map that you can dive and that will be totally uh, integrated with uh, other uh, grants owner onto the season three. So that's, that's total, totally collaborative. More collaboration, more building blocks. Uh, I see very uh, Pomelo... Uh, paramount for more collaboration between the grant owners
0: so that's all <laughs> all right thanks patrick thanks for jumping in here and, and sharing about your grant and uh, i love hearing you know about all this cross collaboration that's going on between all of these public goods that get funded by pomelo really really nice to see yeah shout out
13: to you guys for pomelo <laughs> thanks
14: I'm not going to lie. It's kind of addicting going through and adding, adding these grants to your, your cart.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess one more thing I want to mention about Pomelo is that if you're wondering, like, like I used to wait until the end of the season to go through all the grants and make my computer crash and then just donate to them at once. However, I've noticed that grants who get early support early on, well, when people sort by contributors or money raised or uh, all that stuff, you know, it makes those grants rise to the top. And then just that fact will attract more donations. So actually this season I'm changing my strategy and I'm gonna be kind of going on there every day looking um, for new grants and, and, you know, donating to those I want to support the most early on to try to give them that extra advantage. So if you've been, uh, if you, you haven't donated yet, you know, take a look. There's a bunch of grants up there already, um, and uh, yeah, like Felix says, it's uh, it's always fun to read through, see what the different community members are doing to, uh, you know, build the success of uh, of EOS. Stéphane, you are a poker man. <laughs> incentives, incentives, and strategy. That's, uh, exactly, that's exactly what attracted me to blockchain in the first place. And, you yeah. know, Pomelo plays a lot with these incentives in terms of incentivizing people, you know, to build public goods. And then now that we're on season three, you know, there's some patterns that are starting to emerge about how to best play the Pomelo game, if you will. You know, in my opinion, that includes getting your grant up there early as a grant creator to make sure you're you're available for those early donations and available to be you know, high on that leaderboard uh, when people sort by these different metrics. Um, And and also, uh, of course, the pitch session is very important for grant creators to get on there and and, uh, promote their grant to the EOS community. And like all of you know, joining these fireside chats, you never know when you'll have the chance to throw a little plug for your grant during these, uh, these, these community fireside chats.
13: Yeah, absolutely, I was the first this season.
0: Oh, first to upload a grant,
13: absolutely. And tomorrow you there were will be quick an last season
0: two as well, right?
13: Season two also, and tomorrow there is an active, active swarm at 13 UTC that will be uh, published. So stay tuned.
0: There you go. That's great. Yeah. Also, love to see Pomelo grants uh, grant owners hiring the bees, you know, to swarm their grant. Um, so that's really game
13: cool changing. Game changing.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, I guess on that topic, I'll mention uh, the grant that I'm part of. So I'm uh, so the Hot Sauce team is applying for uh, Pomelo funding this season. So it's been pretty exciting to be on the grant creator side of things for the last few weeks as as we've been preparing uh for this uh for pomelo season three um so real quickly here uh you know the eos hot sauce is is a weekly eos news show that we've been hosting every every week um since 2009 it started out as a written format then it was a pre-recorded show and now we're doing uh we're doing live shows um so we uh you know we feel it's a it's a great public good for eos we We never, you know, all the projects that we feature uh, are featured because we scour the internet every week and we find the most interesting topics to talk about and the projects that we think are going to bring the most benefit uh, to EOS and and those are the projects we highlight, you know, at no cost to the project in the hot sauce. So we're looking for funding. We've got a lot of ideas on how to improve the hot sauce uh, depending on the level of funding uh, we receive. So go ahead and and, uh, check out our grant uh, on pomel.io. And uh, Patrick, like you were saying, we actually hired the bees this morning to uh, you know, to swarm our tweet announcing our grant. And so, um, yeah, so that was, that was fun. Fun to apply to Pomelo and then fun, you know, hiring another team that's been funded by Pomelo. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of cross-collaboration, great to see.
13: Let me just give you a number. Yesterday, active swarms for the Eden O'Neos Chief Delegate Tweet Before the tweet, 1,360 followers into my Twitter account. After the the, the swarm, 1,470 subscribers.
0: Boom. So
17: that's give you an
13: idea of the, of the possibility of, of, to do a a tweet by using the EOSB swarms. That's give you just an idea that uh, more visibility for your uh, Twitter account more the visibility for everyone. So it's a win-win uh, experience, totally. So yeah, baby, EOS be swarms, good public good, definitely.
16: Yeah, baby! <laughs> yeah.
4: We're, we're starting to see the positive externalities of public goods manifesting on EOS now. That's kind of one of the big things that it's not just the features of Pomelo getting better and better every, every season. It's the result yeah coming from Pamelo, the projects getting funded, these teams collaborating with each other, um, building off of you know one project, building an open source building block that then another project takes and does something with that and builds on top of that and so on and so on. And um, it's this kind of pinwheel that's speed is increasing as more and more wind picks up and, and uh, the momentum just keeps growing as, as we uh, go every season and uh, absolutely and, daniel absolutely yeah, shout out yeah. shout out steph t- touched on how it's it's been easier for our team to approve grants so it's you know the community is getting better at this together we're we're learning about public goods we're targeting those public goods better we're collaborating with each other and uh, yeah the ultimate strategy is playing a good fair game season over season delivering value one season and showing it the next season and and those are the, those
13: are the the, 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 uh, grants we've been seeing having the most success. Yeah. I want also to give a shout out here to, uh, dnews.zone. That's a website made by, uh, Perry, uh, Shannis. He's here into the fireside chat, Perry. So dnews.zone, there you have a calendar with all the events happening into the EOS ecosystem and, and more. And, uh, he's mapping out. The, the different um, YouTube channel, the different um, uh, where you have an RS, RS, RSS feed if you have a RSS feed is uh, taking your um, your uh, article and all map it out into the zone. so very very useful and uh, yeah a lot of people here that are contributing to the collaboration that's that's very key.
15: Well, well, thank you,
9: Patrick. I appreciate that. I didn't expect that. Uh, I don't have a Pomelo Grant today, but actually that's what I'm working on while I have my, my microphone uh, muted. So you, you, you can expect one uh, in the next days. So thank you very much, Patrick. I appreciate it.
13: We fold my art, Now it's a silence.
0: Miss clicking my soundboard out here. <laughs> I'm gonna get fired from my DJ job. You make a good job. I see we've got the John in the chat from Boyd. Uh, are you guys working on a, uh, Pamela Grant for season three? else do we have?
9: I can see that Han is here. and I know, here. Early, I know how early it is in, in, in Korea. I, if he's got anything to say, I'd love to hear Han.
18: I'm sure, here. I can talk.
0: Yeah, Han. Welcome to the Fireside Chat.
18: I'm here. I was almost dozing, listening, and I'm still here. It's almost... Um, <laughs> Sun is rising. Crazy.
19: <laughs>
18: all right, let's let Han anyway, go so he can go to sleep. Yeah, it's actually not the best time for me to actually, actually participate in this uh, meeting. So it was, I was having um, regret that I it's kind of just too late for me to participate because it's all, almost the time that I hit the bed, like at 3 a.m., 4 a.m. But then I'm really glad for actually for the first time, uh, to participate and listen to all the great things happening here and that. I'm just, yeah good to hear all the good news that you guys are bringing in on the table
0: for sure, and we appreciate you staying up until the wee hours of the morning so you can say hi to us. That's awesome. Thank you. Did you want to share uh, or do you have a grant up uh, for season three?
18: Actually, I'm thinking about it. actually. Uh, I'm thinking to uh, uh, write up a proposal for the smart contract to uh, before the uh, even. Uh, you guys know that I've been working for a long time to how I can bring up um, the, the votes or stakes uh, in Korean exchanges out in the DP <clears throat> election. And I think um, my initiative. Uh, that I have been doing with my vote use name. I think I'm going to propose this for Eden so that Eden proxy, which has been operated by Chris so far. Uh, I think we can empower that by, uh, creating a new smart contract, which, uh, those elected, <clears throat> elected representative on different levels, level one, uh, representatives and level two representatives and chief delegates. These guys are having different related voting power in the proxy so that they can have a say uh, which prox- uh which proxy which bp the proxy has to vote uh, among those bps who agrees with the core value. And I think for possible I might the Eden with the Eden account name we cannot propose as far as I know uh, we cannot pitch uh, with the Eden name, So maybe I pitch as a individual, or or someone I might work with work for this with together. So that's my thinking.
0: Cool, great. Well, you have two yeah. weeks. There's two weeks left for uh, to submit mm. a grant application. So there's definitely yeah. definitely some still some time uh, to get
18: in there. Thank you.
0: And uh, thanks for joining us today. It's great to hear from you.
18: Thank you so Um, much.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, All right, Max Cho. Shout out to Max Cho in the chat saying all of the Pomelo projects introduced today received his donation.
10: Thank you, Max. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Maximum Thank you so much. <laughs> Maximum <laughs> value for people who show up on the fireside and participate. Love to see it.
13: To the max. Thank you. You're oh,
17: welcome. Is Eve here?
0: Eve is around, yes. I'm not sure if he's still... Yeah.
17: All- and the John know. from All
18: Timers.
5: I am, yes. I was just muted, sorry.
18: Yeah, come to Korea. Come to Korea, man. Before Singapore.
0: There you go. Bye. An invitation to Korea. Official invitation.
18: Korea's open.
13: Yeah. Is there something special now in Korea? Or?
18: There's Han. Korea. Uh, we can, we can, we can, <laughs> we can organize an event for Eve.
0: Ah. There you go. love to see it. More networking. Yeah. There's a, we'd love to see you here.
18: So.
13: I have you cut have my bird. I can yeah. come. Yeah.
0: Um, all right. Um, who do we here have in the chat? We've got Veronica in the chat. Wants to take this opportunity to tell us that uh, EOS Network Foundation has arrived at Reddit. Um, okay. Cool. Great, Veronica. Do you want to talk more about that? Do you want to jump on the chat or share more by text? I know. I think you have some uh, a grant as well, Veronica, if I'm not mistaken, on Pomelo this season. I'd love to hear about it. Oh, John from Old Timers Offer.
17: Still around? Ah, I want to ah, share a little yes. bit about your grant? Yeah. Hello, guys. Hey. Yes, of course. Hello, guys. Thank you again from the previous support on the season two. and. In the meantime, we created all- timer token on the test net on the trust EVm. Also we are start our adventure with all timer nfts, which be blended for new one, new branded will be have the options to be in the metaverse for this kind of the cooperation. We are also looking for more support for this site and also uh, this new kind of the nfts will be, uh whitelisted on the EOS Atomic Hub. Uh, in the meantime we uh, also create some kind of the repo how people can easily create their own to- token on the trust EVM. And next steps will be for one month uh, smart contract, but that will be for the DAO, uh, which will be using using for collaboration between the token and DAO system. And after that, will we create uh, also smart curtain for the NFTs Will we have double function. One uh, will be function which we have uh, available uh, for futures and from the, some special pages where we have people rights uh, to access to them. And from another side, the same NFTs will be uh, used for the Metaverse. Thank you for your time.
0: All right. Thanks for jumping on. And uh, I'm sure we'll hear from you um, in some future pitch sessions.
2: I've I've got a Pamela question. I'm I'm filling up my cart as we speak. And I'm also looking at the price of the markets. They're green. And we're talking about timing for when to make the donations. Is it more advantageous to make the donations on a, uh, on a green day than a red day because the matchings are based on the fiat value at the time of the contribution or is it based strictly on the EOS?
4: It is based on dollar value at the time of your donation. Yeah, So our, our smart contract is tallying the dollar value when you make your donation and matching it at the dollar value
2: make some should. contributions today while things are green we don't know what the future brings and i'll save some dry powder for uh the future if uh things continue to go good
0: <laughs> should have known i had to wait after the fomo meeting of the fed to donate the pomelo misplayed it this morning
6: um
4: hey you can always go again
6: can always yeah, no, wait. Wait. I,
4: <laughs> I
0: probably will go again
6: i probably will yeah, it's like a ten percent bonus, or 10%. because
0: is there a way actually to see if I've already donated to a grant? Like in a few days, when I go through the list again,
4: there is a filter for. It's called not. It's not the most intuitive label. Not donated is what. If you click that, you'll oh, yeah. see the ones that you haven't donated to yet.
2: Okay, okay.
4: But I I just I thought there's of one for this... the ones that you have donated to. It's the inverse of that. We don't have that filter yet.
2: I'd like to see. Not donated um, to what I'm I'd like to see an application built on top of plugin that lets me set a strike price. And when that strike price hits, it makes all of my donations. But that, that <laughs> a limit order for Pomelo. Oh, I love it. Happen.
13: It could happen. For but, sure. uh, I see into the chat there is dollar bill. So Daniel Keys will uh, give you some uh, dollar, I think.
0: Oh, I, I definitely want to place some limit donation orders on Pomelo. Let's get, let's get that happening for season four.
6: Um, and I'm going to expand a bit too. Um, so the reason that, it, that uh, EOS is being converted into dollars is that the Pamela platform, everything is normalized into dollars, so USD. Um, this way, it makes it much easier to support multiple assets if we down the road added sort of support for donating Tether or donating USN or donating you know, another token asset. Um, this, would, this would help uh, make all of that sort of fair because it normalizes to USD. And then your contributions are based in USD valuation. Um, so that was the, the design uh, thought process for that. So, so yes, today, today is a better day to donate with EOS than an hour ago or two hours ago.
13: And USD is a hard asset? It,
6: it's just the valuation. It's just easier. Yeah, just much easier to normalize uh, on the USD valuation. That way, if you donated with Bitcoin or Ethereum or some other asset, uh, we would all normalize those assets into USD valuation. And then your donation will be based in dollars, um, not per that asset.
3: So, yeah. Nice.
4: Perhaps a little hint for what's to come.
3: Yeah, maybe what's to come. Sneaking some alpha in
0: there. All right, last call. Community open mic. If anyone wants to jump on, say hi. This is it, or else we're going to wrap it up.
19: I have a uh, a topic, maybe it's applicable to other projects. You
0: were one second away from the end of the show. Just got in there just (laughs) in the right time. Go for
19: it, John. So we um, so one of our pomelo um, pitches is the uh, EOSIO IBC using the Cosmos IBC protocol, and uh, we haven't reached our goal of uh, fifty thousand. And with the market downturn, you know it's getting more difficult for us to reach that goal. And also, some things have changed since we created that proposal. Um, specifically, the UX IBC was basically funded by. The USIO coalition, and it's kind of becoming the de facto IBC standard now. And it's I consider it to be a, a true public good now, the way that it's being developed. So, my thinking is to uh, pivot our proposal to support the new IBC, uh, you know, work being done by the UX team. Uh, I talked with uh, them a little bit, and they mentioned that. There's no NFT, there's no IBC NFT contract yet. They have a token contract, but not an IBC NFT contract. So, so yeah, that's what I was thinking of, uh, you know, proposing that as kind of pivoting the proposal to to working on that, which is a good scope for the amount of funds that we've raised. Um, And maybe there's other Promello projects that haven't reached their goal and are kind of wondering what they should do. So maybe it would be a good discussion to have. Yeah. Um, good,
0: good topic to bring up. Actually. Uh, I donated to that, to your IBC grant in <clears throat> previous seasons, I would be fine if you pivoted to provide the, uh, the NFT component of the, the, what, what seems to be like, what's going to be the main IBC, uh, system for, uh, for Resale. I think that's uh, I think that's a great solution. Um, on that topic. So in the, in our grant for the hot sauce, we've got some different contribution levels that we're looking for in order to deliver, you know, certain things. So, um, if we get a certain amount of money, these are the things we'll do. If we get more, you know, we get to do more things, but there's a minimum that we need in order to be able to deliver, you know, uh, the hot sauce every week. And so we wrote in our grant that if we don't reach this minimum, maybe we just decide, you know, to refund, um, refund the funds raised. And give it back to the matching pool for the future, for the for next season, basically. Um, if if you know if we don't reach a, an adequate level of funding, let's say. Um, so I think that that's um, an option for grants, and I'm actually surprised that I haven't seen that uh, written out in in more grants. I was expecting that this would kind of be uh, common to see, but um, and and I think it may it may become so in the future, where um, you know projects propose a minimum that they want and with like uh, an action actionable plan of like, hey, here's what we're going to do if we don't reach this minimum. And I think, you know, donating it back to future matching pools uh, is something very reasonable that grants could do. So just thought I'd, I'd throw that out there. Oh, well, we've got Han sharing some nice pictures of food. That's great. I'm very hungry. I haven't had time to have lunch today. Yeah. Um, <sighs> We've got Patrick chatting it up in the chat, um, <laughs> and um, yeah, all right, cool. Thanks. Uh, I can thanks. say
4: we've just about got our 500th donation on Camello for season three. Late, late-breaking stats. Awesome. Uh, yeah, around 60 unique contributors. Still early. Uh, Two thousand. 1,800 EOS has been donated, $2,000-ish.
13: You speak Perfect. about yeah. the uh, hot sauce?
4: No, this is just j- j- all, all together on Pomelo. Ah,
13: OK, OK.
0: The oh, nice. I have uh,
13: 15 contributors so far. Congrats,
0: Patrick. Um, wow. And previous seasons, much, we've seen a surge in donations and donators you know, at the end of the season. Um, which makes sense. You kind of want to go through all the grants at once, maybe. Uh, but I would encourage you guys to donate early um, as much as possible. I think there's there's more value uh, for you uh, as you're voting, you know, through your donation, and, and there is um, more value for the grants you vote for as it gives them uh, better visibility. I think uh, on the platform. And as Jam- James, and as James, you want some EOS popcorn back in action. I agree. He's- those were some fun
8: reads.
16: Quick question. Is there a way to look up um, a
8: grant by username or account name in this case?
4: I don't know if the search will work, but if you if you go to a user's profile, you can see all of their grants on their profile page. So as ah, long as okay. you know their username, you can, you can go to their profile page and see all their grants.
2: All right. Thank you very much.
13: What's the specialty of Popcorn Grant?
8: There used to be a thing called uh, Yes Popcorn, which was basically uh, tracking all of the chats in Telegram and Twitter and ah. social awesome networks, and making fun of, if not elucidating, these abnormal parts of the conversations. Which was it was really uh, enticing and nice to read. It was exciting. Yeah.
1: Well In done. the early
8: days, maybe. Yeah. Actually, like <laughs> towards the end of the middle, so right when things started, people started getting you know a little bit uh, divisive and aggressive because of what was yeah, happening. Yeah. What about a spicy Grant? Absolutely spicy popcorn. <laughs> Sadly, or, or not sadly, I actually don't think that uh, there'd be much to do with that right now. There's uh, quite a good feeling in the community at the moment. Yeah, and if you're looking for for memes and
0: debauchery, there's always EOS Drama channel on Telegram. You can join at your own risk.
16: Yeah, yeah. Just thinking yeah.
2: Back. Most of the main characters from Popcorn, are, I haven't seen them. I haven't seen Rude Mudcrab in a while. Fred Krueger's been gone for a while. Stella's been gone for a while. All the it was like a, it was like a so it was like a I don't know, would you call it a soap opera, a drama?
19: It was it's totally a, good thing a soap opera.
2: That, yeah, it was bad. But in a good way. I don't think we want that kind of drama anymore. No, not particularly.
14: Lines of final capitulation.
2: It is, it is interesting, though, that most of the people that were featured that were very loud and opinionated are gone. Yeah. Yeah, we made a good job,
13: I think. And the <laughs> public rage quit. Since Nathan is in the ENF, I think uh, some people are calmed down.
18: <laughs> it's very weird. In Korean community also, like... Um, the community atmosphere is um, changing a little bit those people who used to be very aggressive they are Mm -hmm. either disappearing or they are toning down it's quite interesting great to hear shout
0: out to max cho in the chat here coming in sharing a lot of uh Pomelo projects coming out of Korea. So we've got in Korea, we've got total uh, the the only EOS total information YouTube in Korea, EOS Hub, EOS Online platform. We've got EOS Quest, uh, Voice It's featuring EOS EOS DAO, and uh, more equal animal translation. In I believe in Korea. Yeah. So the place it's to go. To see. And this year, we'll we'll be hosting Korean pitch sessions for the first time. So that's uh, something new we're bringing to uh, you know help promote the Korean pitches and also help promote everyone else to the Korean community. So again, sign-up form for the pitch session is where you get to sign up for that. And I'm going to share it one more time. Thank you. Yevon asked if the July raffle is next week. Yes, it is. So get your POP tokens blended into your July raffle ticket. Uh, we've got uh, 25 prizes of a 10 EOS each and potentially some extra party crackers as well for people. All right, so I think we're gonna wrap it up here. Thanks for joining everyone on Discord. Thanks for listening on YouTube, on Twitter, on Facebook, wherever you are in the world. It's great to have you with us. Um, so, and, and thanks for everyone who joined the session. Uh, good luck to all the Pomelo grant owners out there. There's many of you, it's an exciting time to be in the EOS community, exciting times to be in the social channels. There's lots of activity uh everywhere. And uh, yeah, so so yeah, so I, rem- I remind you to support your favorite grants. And um other than that, have a good evening and go
5: EOS. Go EOS Ios, Pomelo Go Pomelo Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby.
16: Yeah. <laughs>